Your father is dead, and those who killed him are now after you. A very big knight hissed those words in a deep and throaty tone, the same knight who had broken into the abbey with a company of cohorts who had scared the nuns nearly to death. There were dark dealings these days, with the politics of England bleeding into every aspect of life in the country. No one was safe from the madness of King Henry after the battle at Evesham that saw Simon de Montfort murdered and his supporters scattered. No one was safe from the king and his sense of vengeance against those who stood with Simon, not even a novice nun whose family had sided with Simon against Henry's particular brand of royal incompetence. Therefore, when the knight muttered those horrible words, the young woman's heart leapt into her throat. No more than sixteen or seventeen years of age, her terror was evident. "'What do you mean?' she gasped. "'What has happened to my father?' The knight snatched her by the wrist and began dragging her behind him. He didn't seem inclined to answer her, but he did seem intent on yanking her arm out of its socket as he towed her behind him like an unwilling barge. They were quickly surrounded by the men he'd brought with him, men in well-used armor with weapons secured upon their body that were still caked with blood from recent battles. Not literally, of course, because poorly maintained weapons were more of a hindrance than a help, but the men who now closed ranks around them were men who smelled of death. The stench filled the nostrils of everyone in the room. They were in the smaller chapel of Newington Priory, the stark, whitewashed walls and well-swept floors where the nuns held their daily prayers. The knights had broken down the door to the priory right after sunset, just when the nuns were beginning their prayers for matins, and would have created chaos had the mother prioress not kept her head. Being that the woman was calm, her charges at least gave the illusion of being calm, and when the knight with the raspy voice demanded Alessandria de Shera, the mother prioress tried to question him on his need for the woman— Questions weren't well met, and in order to prevent the knights, eight of them, and one with a very big axe, from doing something drastic, the very woman that they asked for stood up hesitantly and identified herself. And that was where Alessandria found herself now. Please, she begged as the knight dragged her from the chapel, please tell me about my father. What has happened? Where are you taking me? The knight in the lead snapped orders to the knights around them, and the men, as a group, bolted for the broken entry door and fled into the night beyond. The chapel of the priory was dimly lit from the spartan use of tallow tapers, creating a glow that was barely above a whisper, but that glow was like the brilliance of the sun once the knight dragged Alessandria out into the moonless night. It was darker than dark— but for the two dozen soldiers milling about outside with heavily smoking torches in their hands, sending grey clouds into the blackness of night. "'You must not take her!' the mother prioress was shuffling after them, waving her hands. "'She is protected by God!' The knight who had a vice-like grip on Alessandria came to a sudden halt and turned to the old woman in the woolen robes. "'Did you hear what I said?' he asked. This woman's father has been killed, and those same men are after her. Her life is in danger, and I have been directed to take her to safety. God would not be able to save her from the king's men, 
who even at this moment are riding to claim her. They will be here very soon. What you tell them is your affair, but I would suggest you let them in to search the place. If you do not, they will burn the priory over your head and spit on your ashes. The mother prioress, with her round pink face and browless eyes, appeared stricken with terror at the thought. But why? she begged. Sir Knight, why can you not tell us what has happened? The woman you hold is in my charge. She is God's handmaiden. The knight, who was clearly in battle mode, must have realized how overbearing he was coming across to these terrified women, because his driven manner seemed to soften. His gaze drifted over the little priory, a charity priory that was supported by the local diocese at Rochester, with its centuries-old walls that enclosed a holy haven.